Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hiya, hello, hi, everybody. I just forgot what planet she was on. I just wanted to say it differently than we say it every time. Hello, everybody. (laughs) It's always like that. Yeah, she's coming from a different planet, clearly. (laughs) Welcome back to your favorite F word. Sarah and Nicola here. Yeah, Sarah can open both her eyes fully today, which is super exciting to see. I get my stitches out later. Black eye. Yeah. We have slow pitch tonight and I'm like, I kind of don't want to go. I just like want an extra. Honestly, spot. if I was you, it would be like the easiest out. I'd be like, and I'm officially scared of balls. So <laughs> here's my get at a softball free card. Yeah, I'll go back for sure. But it's like our last game before playoffs. And I just like don't really want to go. So uh, yeah, I don't blame you. Anywho, today we're going to talk about something that, I mean, we talk about all the time. It's the C word. The C word. This is your favorite F word, but today we're talking about the C word. And that C word is da, da, da. consistency. Consistency. Yeah. So we're going to just talk about, you know, what does it actually mean to be consistent? What does that look like in a day to day? What does consistency not look like? Um, and troubleshooting a little bit of that that we see with lots of our clients uh, and just kind of share a little bit about our personal experiences with consistency and how that's kind of like evolved and changed as we evolve and change. Yeah. I mean, to get right into things, this is like a topic that I'm like, I enjoy talking about and I think it's important, but also I think that like so many people just roll their freaking eyes when they hear the word, like maybe we need to come up with a better word for this at this point, because consistency is just like, so used that people are like yeah 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 yeah, I get it but we still can't do it right everyone's like oh yeah I for sure know what it means oh yeah I'm for sure like being consistent but like no no (laughs) yeah we see there's like literally like consistency coaches now what yeah what do they do I don't know they help people be consistent but like in any realm well in like health and wellness interesting yeah so anywho if we're talking about consistency in the way that we're going to discuss it today I didn't look up the dictionary definition Nicola thank god (laughs) what do we how do you define consistency for me it's like having like a rhyme and rhythm to like what you're doing it's like based on a purpose um or like a greater intention and I think it's just like building habits or routines and generally having like a pattern to your actions or behaviors it's less so like this start stop haphazard stuff and though it doesn't need to be perfect and it doesn't mean that every single freaking day you need to be doing the exact same things or even week to week more often than not you're doing the things that you're 
either saying you're going to do or that you need to do to get to your goals or to reach that intention. Yeah. There's like that alignment piece to it. Right. I think we can look at consistency in terms of like very specific, tangible things. So a lot of times we'll talk about consistency with like, what does it actually mean to be consistent with tracking macros or what does it mean to be exercising consistently? How many days per week, how long per session, et cetera. Um, but also consistency can be a little bit more, um, what's the opposite of tangible? Like abstract. <laughs> yeah. More abstract in that you're, we can work on building consistency in learning how to trust ourselves to make decisions that are aligned with our goals and being able to, okay, when we're not in that perfect routine or rhythm, still make that consistent choice that involves our food or our exercise or our self-care or whatever, um, that is aligned with the goals that we're working towards. Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, I think so. Yeah, you were just laughing, but I didn't know. If oh, that that's because Rue just Rue Rue just entered the chat. <laughs> As she does she's consistently. Open. She's the most consistent bitch. I yeah. swear. Yeah. Breakfast seven a.m. Poop seven thirty. You know, I wish I was that consistent. Um, but again, like consistency doesn't equal perfection. But then people are like, okay, well then, what does it mean? Like, what does that actually look like? And I think this is one of those annoying things where it's like, it depends. It depends on like what you're trying to achieve or accomplish, what your actual capacity is. And then like, what, what can you do? What are the things that you can and want to be consistent with that will have like the biggest impact? That's where I would start when we're looking at like, okay, what do I need to be consistent with? And I mean, like, yeah, we're primarily talking about this in the context of nutrition at this point but I mean if I think about like being in school like that was a great example of places I needed to be consistent in terms of like studying or keeping up with homework and that didn't mean that I was like doing so regimented that I was like studying at the same time every day but it's like yeah you study a little bit and a little bit so that by the time the exam rolls around you're not like fuck yeah I got nothing school, work, um, relationships, you know, we need mm-hmm. consistency in our relationships as humans. We just love consistency in general. Cause it feels safe. Um, but in our relationships, that looks like, you know, having time where you're spending, you know, quality time one-on-one with each other or consistently having conversations about the goals that you're working towards or those types of things that shows up in your romantic relationships and friendships as well. So this can stem, this conversation can stem to various topics and areas of our lives for sure. Okay. Pause here. Question for you. Okay. So if you're saying that like as humans, we really enjoy consistency, which I agree with, then why is it so hard for people to be consistent with things like nutrition, with training, with these habits that we all say we really want to do and know are required or necessary to accomplish what we want, where, where's that gap coming from? Like what's going on there? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a ton of different things going on there. Um, just as we crave consistency, we also crave comfort and those two can sometimes go hand in hand, but when we're trying to make changes to our nutrition, to our exercise, et cetera, it requires us being uncomfortable for a period of time. And so we're going to go back to what is comfortable for us um, more easily than pushing through 
in building consistency with those new habits. I think that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. And we see that a lot in terms of like, maybe we just start working with a client and like getting in the groove of something like tracking macros is sometimes like the biggest obstacle. And it's tough to face like the biggest obstacles at the beginning. Um, But once you can like get past those initial discomforts and that hurdle, it does become so much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think another piece of like the building the bridge between like knowing what consistency is and craving it, but actually being able to do it is like, I think a misconception about how easy it's going to be and a misconception about like the reality of our lives, either thinking that we want more routine than we actually do and not recognizing that we do want space for spontaneity, but also thinking that like every day is going to be perfect and seamless and not accounting for the what ifs, the shit that comes up, the life stuff that happens, whether it's like, I mean, this would be a very simple one, but having like your macros tracked for the day, all your meals are prepped and then you forget a meal at home. Like it would have been so easy to be perfect and accurate and consistent that see consistent that day, but like some little, little thing came up mm-hmm. and now it's like, well, does that thing not count? Like right. what actually happens and how do we go about planning for those things and like accounting for the, like the fuck ups or the what ifs in our actual definition of consistency. So that when we get there, we're not like, ah, yeah. Starting from day one. Like this is not 75 hard. Yeah. Like you don't erase your consistency with one off day or one like misstep. Yeah, for sure. And that, like you said, that needs to be tied into our definition, right? Because if we look at what consistency is not, it is not being perfect 100% of the time, right? And if that's how we're defining consistency for ourselves, well, yes, we're going to fucking struggle being consistent because it's just not realistic, right? So acknowledging those real obstacles and barriers that we do have and accounting for those when we're creating that definition for ourselves is super important. Um, Okay. Before my internet decided to stop, um, before it decided to stop working consistently. Yes. Um, I was saying that often we see this like pattern in inconsistency which is going like pretty hard at consistency things feeling good things feeling relatively easy Monday to Friday because of just the nature of our schedules whether that's work related um, having the same responsibilities at home or anything like that Monday to Friday seems to be easier we can kind of check the box for consistency and then we fuck off entirely on the weekends Mm -hmm. and create this like ding dong ding dong ding cycle where there isn't you know enough consistency to make a difference or the consistent habits that we have going for us Monday to Friday are kind of like blown away or uh what's another word well we're just not doing them on the weekends right so to me that's not being consistent if we're being consistent with something, you know, it is something that we can do on a day-to-day or as regularly as we need to, to feel good and reach our goals. Right. But we're not talking about like someone who's been consistent for a few months and then they decide they're going on like a weekend camping trip and they're deciding not to try. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. What we're talking about is more of like a, a pattern of on, off, on, off. Yeah. Where we're literally like, shutting down all of the habits and not doing any of them for a period of time that's not necessarily like 
out of a need for a break or out of a need for um, accommodating life. Right. Yeah. It's usually a result of having too, um, too perfect of a definition of consistency that it's only able to be done throughout the week or that by the time the weekend comes, we're like feeling so restricted and then we're having to not do that anymore for the couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's definitely not consistent. Um, we also talked about how, you know, consistency doesn't mean being perfect and that's a really big one. And then another piece to that is just being so focused on an outcome goal that we kind of forget to live our lives. And I think with that one, there definitely is a time and place. Um, but we need to just be mindful that those types of goals aren't consuming us 24, seven, 365. Yeah. Yeah. No comment. I co-sign on that. (laughs) So let's talk about then kind of this idea that consistency, the meaning of it changes and it kind of goes through different seasons. Mm -hmm. So again, we want to connect this back to like, what is the goal at that season? What is going on in our life at this time? If my definition of consistency two years ago meant training five times a week for two hours and getting to bed for nine hours a night, great. If I could do it then, Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to attach that same like definition of consistency to my life now, I'm like, no fucking way. It's just not going to happen. And so I'm constantly going to feel like I'm letting myself down if I don't adjust my own expectations of what that means to me. Mm -hmm. Big time. Then tying it back also to what Nicholas said about like certain goals require certain levels of consistency too, right? So maybe in Nicholas instance, that definition of consistency doesn't work for her right now, but she does need to be consistent in similar habits because she's in a cut phase which is requiring a little bit more structure, a little bit more accuracy with her nutrition, with her training, et cetera. Um, So the consistency that she requires right now versus myself, who's not in that phase um, is going to be a lot different. Mm. And again, it doesn't mean that like Sarah's not keeping up with certain like habits or routines. It just means that like departing from my routines and my consistency might have a bigger and like negative or adverse impacts on the timeline of my goal, the outcome of my goal, how I'm experiencing the process, things like that. There's like more at stake in a sense, Mm -hmm. not saying that like there needs to be anything at stake, but it just is something you have to consider when you are doing something like either having a very specific performance goal, um, a muscle gaining goal, just like, you know, with a career or education, if you are really not putting in the work, the time it takes to achieve what you want is going to take longer or the results aren't going to be as good as you want. Absolutely. So yeah, when you are considering defining consistency for yourself, you want to think about what's realistic and also what is needed to reach the goals that you were working towards. Those are both critical pieces in that puzzle. Is there anything else in there? Mm. No, I mean, we talk a lot about this idea of like expectations have to align. Um, But I think that is like a conversation that's easier said than done because we all want to expect that we can put in 
um, a greater effort. So I also think there's a piece here where it's like, okay, set all these things in place, be as consistent as you can with them, but then don't be afraid to readjust if you are finding that you can't be as consistent with maybe as many things or the depth of consistency or accuracy, however you're defining it, as you thought you could. And instead of feeling like, fuck, I'm not doing what I said I would do, like feeling like you're letting yourself down or not falling through, sometimes you're better served to just readjust and like put the bar a little lower for yourself until you can be consistent there Mm -hmm. and then add on things. Because like Sarah said, originally there is going to be some level of discomfort, some resistance. And so you may as well encounter that resistance at like a very low threshold in the beginning and then build as your capacity or your confidence with your consistency grows. For sure. If we start a little bit lower, that, that motivation, motivation is something that comes up a lot in this conversation of like, oh, I just don't feel motivated. Well, that motivation doesn't come from nothing, right? That motivation is built throughout creating that consistency for yourself and being um, a little bit more aligned with your choices and your habits, right? That over time builds motivation. So if we can do that from a smaller hurdle to start, it's going to build a lot faster than like Nicholas said, not doing the thing and then feeling poopy about ourselves. I hate feeling poopy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Okay. So then why don't we, what if we talk, I think, cause you and I are in quite different spots with our like training and nutrition right now and have mm-hmm. very different definitions of consistency. So why don't we kind of share what those look like? Um, and maybe that can inspire some places to start for any of our listeners. For sure. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I guess this isn't actually something that I've thought about too, too much lately. I've definitely been a lot more flexible and less structured with pretty much every aspect of my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, lately, which is just kind of the season I'm in, but I'm definitely working on getting some of that kind of like routine back. Um, so let's look at training first. Um, so for me right now, being consistent with my training, I have a goal to get in the gym four times a week. Um, and right now, because I've been having a lot of pushback against the type of training I've been doing and getting in the gym in general, I have no expectations set on what I'm doing when I'm in the gym. Um, or how long I'm there beyond that. I want to be there for a minimum of 30 minutes. So four times a week, 30 minute minimum that could look like doing bicep curls and stuff for 30 minutes. It could look like doing a CrossFit workout. My consistency definition does not, it doesn't matter what it is. I just need to get in there Mm -hmm. and that if I can do that, that's going to feel good. And then I'm going to build capacity to be able to do a little bit more. Yeah. You're vibing your way through it. Exactly. (laughs) What, what about yours for trainings? Um, mine is feeling a little bit towards the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, same deal. Like I'm working out like actual training four times a week, but my actual program is taking me closer to like two hours and I'm getting those workouts in. Like I am not skipping a movement. I am not skipping a set. Like that shit is happening. Um, and then I'm doing cardio twice a week. So I'm like, consistency for me is getting all of my sessions in doing it. Yeah. But I will be flexible 
with like the day and the time if I need to. So I've noticed that, yeah, it's helpful for me to go in around the same time every day, but if I need to push things back half an hour, if I need to take a rain check on say, you know, a Thursday when I was supposed to train and instead do my session on Friday, that's okay by me. As long as by the end of the week, I am checking the box. Um, and so with that, that means that I can't like continually push everything to the end of the week either. I still need to come like Monday, Tuesday, be like, I need to like start the week off with some wins here so that I feel good about the fact that I will get it all accomplished um, and leaving room for like me to fully recover and make the most out of those training sessions too. So things are revolving a little bit more around training mm -hmm. um, than they might in another season or like they maybe have even earlier at the year or sorry, earlier in the year when I was like, yeah, I'll get to the gym when I get to the gym. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I'm getting to the gym and so I need to have my meal here and I need to have this done and I need to do this and have that prep for after. Um, so there's a lot more like thought and effort and intention just going into that one piece of my day. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So then what about nutrition wise? Um, so same kind of deal here. So I am in a cut, so I do have to be consistent. Um, I kind of have a short timeline for this. Um, we're doing like a mini cut. So it's kind of like a, a little bit of a harder push in terms of having a short timeline and then going back into a reverse. Um, so if I'm taking like multiple days off a week by days off, I mean like tracking in consistently, um, estimating, having meals out, having alcohol, skipping meals, that kind of stuff. Like that's really going to affect how the trajectory of my like progress goes um, and will affect my outcome. And so right now I'm not willing to sacrifice that. So I do have to be pretty dialed in to the point where like I went to a wedding on the weekend and I had to be really um, like mindful about what I was eating, limiting alcohol, making sure I still got my cardio in in the morning, drinking tons of water, mm -hmm. all of those kind of things that like help training and nutrition um, feel more dialed in instead of just like going and like having it be more of a, a lax event. Right. Yeah. So definitely a lot more structure there because Much it's required more. to meet a certain timeline and a specific outcome. For sure. Yeah. For me, consistency with my nutrition right now looks a little bit more flex. Um, I'm really trying to focus on actually food quality right now, because I've been noticing big correlations with my energy in terms of the types of foods that I'm eating and also alcohol intake. Um, so those are kind of two of my focus areas. And so consistency means all of the meals that I'm having have some sort of like micronutrient in them. Um, so vegetables, fruits, high quality protein at all of my meals. Um, that's like a pretty typical thing, but that's like my minimum right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then when it comes to tracking, I'm trying to be tracking as much as I can with kind of a goal to have that at least four days a week. Um, but on those other days, I'm at least tracking my protein so that I'm getting my protein in. Cause that's yes. one that easily slips, especially with when things are busy and stuff like that. So a lot more flexibility, but I can check the boxes for myself and know that I'm taking care of myself as long as I am hitting those protein goals and focusing on food quality. Mm -hmm. um, and so that allows me, okay, if I'm going out for a meal, 
I'm going to get something that's like high nutrient value, right? If I am going to a social event, I'm going to be mindful of my alcohol intake, um, those types of things. Mm -hmm. I think like important piece of this too, not just if you are working with a coach, but also if you're like going about tackling a goal by yourself too, consistency is important just to give yourself feedback. Like it's very hard to see if like the habits, the actions, the routines you have in place are actually working and bringing you one step closer to your goal each day. If you're inconsistent, it's so hard to know if things are working. So like if we're looking at macros, it's impossible for us to know if the, the macros, um, or just the, like the dietary approach that we're using with a client is working and working just means like supporting them and making progress, feeling better or reaching their like outcome goal if there's no consistency. And so that really is something we talk about all the time with clients. But if you're doing this for yourself too, if you're dabbling with different diets, you know, one week here, one week here, or if you are kind of all over the map with your routines and things are happening, you know, whenever, no rhyme or reason, again, it's going to be really hard to know like what actually has an impact, what's effective and what's just like something I'm going through the motions of that's not really making a difference for me. So you can alleviate a lot of like extra noise by being consistent with a few things, troubleshooting and seeing if it's working and then making small adjustments rather than like fucking just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah, that's such a good point. And if you are working with a coach, usually this coach the coach should be helping you kind of like track and get a gauge on that. But if you aren't working with a coach, an easy way for you to kind of measure that is to literally have a calendar. And if you have goals that you're working on, put a check mark on the days that you did the thing and put an X on the days that you didn't. And then you can look at two weeks, three weeks, four weeks at a time and see like, wow, there's a lot more X's than I thought, or on the vice versa. Wow. I, I was quite consistent. Right. Mm -hmm. So that it's not like, just, we're trying to think back and be like, Oh, did I do that thing? Or, you know, I I did it one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't get lost in like the emotions of it because it is easy to be like, yeah, like I, I remember going to the gym a few times and like, I remember tracking my macros. I remember days where I drank lots of water, (laughs) but like, if you're just having to look back, yeah, you're not, you're never going to have as much information or be like quite as accurate or as effective if you aren't really keeping tabs on things. For sure. For sure. For sure. So that was just kind of some of our current definitions. I have a, a bunch of other ones around like habits and routines and um, work stuff, but I think we're running out of time here. Yeah. So do we have some main takeaways? Takeaways. If you have a goal, or just anything that you are wanting to give focus or attention to, come up with your own realistic, doable definition of what it, what it means to be consistent for you. Really outline it in fine print. What does that mean for frequency of like specific actions in a day, in a week, whatever it is, test it out, give it like a minimum of a few weeks to see if it feels good. And like Sarah said, if you're looking back and you have like no check marks during the week, then clearly your definition of consistency really needs to be adjusted to meet your capacity. Absolutely. Define it, plan it out, try it, adjust, try it, track it, adjust it. Yeah. Crush it. Wow. Wow. Look at us. (laughs) Um, 
Okay, we got uh, fuck yes and fuck no. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Do you have one? Well, I have a fuck middle. Okay. Fuck medium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give it to us. Um, a fuck maybe, I guess. Uh, so my therapist really thinks that I need to work on being present, (laughs) which is totally fucking true. Um, and so she has me trying to work mindfulness into my routine, Mm -hmm. um, via like guided, guided, like seated mindfulness sessions, meditation, whatever you want to call it. I don't like thinking of it as meditation because for some reason for me, meditation just gives me like this mental block. Um, But anyways, so I've been doing that. And my definition of consistency there is doing it three times a week. And I've been doing it three times a week. Five minutes is the minimum. And I am kind of enjoying it. Mm. Some days it's really difficult. And sometimes I just fall asleep. (laughs) But other days it's really nice. And I like feel super energized after. And I do think it's helping me just like bring more awareness to the moment. Like I've noticed myself being in specific moments, just like thinking like, wow, this is nice in this moment, which usually doesn't happen for me because I'm thinking about like 30 things that I need to do or like whatever. Um, so yeah, but it is, it's hard to get into the habit of it. Yeah. It's a fuck. Maybe I get it. I get it. (laughs) Uh, okay. I'll give you then a fuck yes and a fuck no all in one. Okay. The fuck yes is like full fat, real cream ice cream. Amazing. It's amazing. It's truly a gift. On the flip side, that fortified ice milk shit or like fake. Well, like if you buy ice cream these days, it's all like ice milk. It's not cream unless you're getting like Ben and Jerry's or something. Right. It's just terrible. And Dairy Queen has like the ice milk milk. Fuck ice cream stuff and it's just (laughs) terrible and it pisses me off no end yeah and I just seem like I can't even believe that I used to eat halo top because now I'm like it's yeah Brad the other day was like I want halo top and I like thought to myself I was like that is not something I ever crave anymore no like just go to village and get a perfect toasted coconut and salted caramel waffle cone oh my god when I come in September we are going yes I've barely been for ice cream at all this summer. Oh, me neither. But on the weekend, I was like, Brandon's home. I was like, he's taking me for ice cream. Yeah. And we are going. And it was incredible. And you fit it into so your macros. Good. You fucking bet I did. Yeah. Amazing. Crushed it. Love that for you. Yeah. So that's a fuck yes and fuck no. I feel I, it makes me feel really sad for people who can't tolerate dairy. Because I've also like had some vegan, like non-dairy ones. I'm like, they're okay, but it's just not the same. Although apparently there are some good ones out there. I I won't believe it. I think that I've tried a good one and it was like cashew based. I forget the brand, Hmm. Um, but it had like chunkies in it and it was really good. Yeah. I haven't bought that. Good ice cream has chunkies in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want the chewy goodness and I want the crisp and I want the smooth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Do you You're know? Me hungry. Do you know the two kinds I got? I got double scoop, obviously. Okay. Can you guess the two kinds? No, you probably can't. Well, no, I don't know where it was or what. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Terrible context. 
Um, well, mint chip is like usually my go-to if I can't find like a, a unique flavor that I'm willing to try. Cause like mint chip is just always good. So yeah. I got one scoop, fuck you, one yeah. scoop mint chip and the other scoop um, cookie dough and a waffle cone. The combo supreme. So good. Brandon Those got the two most basic flavors. So, so <laughs> I'm not out here trying to win an award for ice cream creativity. Okay. <laughs> It was a glorious afternoon. Don't that's wreck fair. it for me. No, that's fair. What did Brandon, Brandon get? Brandon got moose tracks and well, maybe a salted caramel or something. Yum. I forget. I, he got bigger scoops than I did, though. I was that's mad. Strange. I know. Even he's like, I think they kind of like cheated you on some of that cream there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there it is. There it is. Okay, well, now I'm hungry, and I also need to go let people into my house. That's um, weird. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go do that. Okay. And for yourself. Yeah. and I'm You and these, these house toys. people have a good time. It's my cleaner. Oh, cleaner. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Shout out to everybody aside from Jen who listens to this, <laughs> because- maybe we haven't even released that episode but in one recent episode we're like our only listener is probably Jen and I got a lot of angry feedback being like I've listened to every single episode how dare you forget about me we don't forget about you but we're happy to hear from you all correct yes get some feedback and tell us what you want to listen to yeah so we got like Nat out there listening we got Tara out there listening amazing other people tell us you're listening love that we love it and we love you and we love ice cream so (laughs) happy day and and we'll catch you on the flippity flip that's right okay bye bye